0: Welcome to The Mindset Mashup. I'm your host, Michelle Sorrow, TV host on Extra, master brand strategist, author on gratitude, and co founder of Mindset Programs. And I dig deep to bring you closer to your best life in this lively, unfiltered, and heart centered podcast. The Mindset Mashup is a compilation of real talks focused on epic mindset rituals and routines to help you get after your passion and potential. Tune in each Monday for inspirational guests who reveal their mindset must to help you optimize what matters most, self-love, impact, fulfillment. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the Mindset Mashup. I'm smiling, like from ear to ear smiling because I get to introduce my next guest, Lindsay Simsick She's so amazing for me personally, and I know for millions of people around the world because she's got a top 100 podcast. Yeah, let that sink in for a moment. Top 100 podcast called Almost 30 which we'll talk about in a moment but I got to know her because she's a master soul cycle instructor and I'm a little bit obsessed with soul cycle and there is a studio like a, I don't know a quarter of a mile from where I live so I started taking her classes and I was just like oh god I just love the way she teaches she's cool and humble and she she helps me discover exactly what I need to discover in each one of her classes she talks the right amount not too much not too little she allows me to go in deeply within myself and excavate exactly what I need to do to to let go of whatever I need to let go of or to really harness what's next. And, and it's like, oh, it's just like a perfect blend of Badass transformation meets like church <laughs> meets, you know, athletic wisdom meets just like this soul journey. I mean it's she's she's the epitome of what I know Soul Cycle had in mind when they started this whole thing. And it's no wonder that, you know, she has developed a podcast that is just making such an impact on millions of lives. And we'll talk about how that all started, how she built that, how she's so humbled by that. And by the way, here's what, another thing I love about her. So many, but one of the things is, you know, I've been taking her class at SoulCycle like a few days a week for about a year and never even knew that she had a podcast. She doesn't spout off about that on the podium when she's teaching class. She's there to serve. She's there to give a hundred percent of who she is. She stays humble to that process and to her role as an instructor and to really let it be about us and why we're there. That's what's so cool about her. There are other teachers that will, you know, they'll talk about the other things that they've got going on outside of the classroom or let it be more about them than about us. And she's just really on a mission to give back. And then that's what her podcast is all about. And there's no mistake in that it's quickly become a top 100 with over 4 million downloads. And it's funny, it's irreverent, and they cover all kinds of topics to her and her business partner, co-host slash best friend, Krista Williams. So you're definitely going to check out Almost 30. I have no doubt about it. And no matter what your age is, you're going to relate. Like I'm in my 40s. And I have laughed out loud. I've cried. I've been moved. I just love her podcast. And so it's just really cool. Plus, she was one of the first to come out and fully publicly support me on my journey when I launched day one. And that's just cool. So I'm excited for you guys to meet her. She's an amazing human who's just up to nothing but epic stuff in this world. And she's just getting started, y'all. So please enjoy my talk with Lindsay Simsick. So it's kind of amazing that I have you here because for me you've been someone that I've looked up to since the day that I stepped into your
1: unbelievable soul cycle class in Santa Monica. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay Simsek, welcome to Mindset Mashup. Oh, thank you for having me, Michelle. I mean, I, well, it's funny because I've admired you from afar. I've admired you on TV. I've admired your energy. So it's just so funny when like you say something like that and it's completely mutual. So
0: It's crazy to me. I get the chills actually when I say this and Lord knows my listeners know that when I say I get the chills, it's like, I feel like it's just truth bumps, downloading, Mm -hmm. like it's not, you know, no one's trying to cultivate anything. To have you here, when I think back to when I was going to launch and I was scared, and I had all these like you know crazy imposter syndrome thoughts running me, and I was like, Lindsay, I know you're busy. Oh my God, you're such a badass. You're a top 100 podcast in the world. You're an actress. You're like a master instructor for Soul Cycle, You have so much going on. My chance, would you be have time for a quick coffee?
1: <laughs> and I like, always yes. have time for a quick coffee. No, and yeah. Not
0: only did you you give me an hour, but it was the most present most beautiful hour. And you were just like, let me just share with you what's been working for us. And here's what we know, you know, doesn't work anymore. And so anyway, I'm just really grateful for you because some of those things that you said early have really made an impact for me. And it gave me so much
1: ease and grace as I started this journey because it's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. And I think like, you know, I love sitting down, especially with women who are starting their own businesses, podcasts, brands, because i'm still i feel like it's it's funny like i look up and i'm like oh wow we've built this but i really feel like i'm still kind of in the mud a little bit just kind of figuring it out as i go along so if i can feel like i'm not alone i'm sure it feels just as good for people to feel like they're not alone you know you're hosting this by yourself but you're not doing it alone you have friends and people helping you and it's, it's beautiful. It's just, it makes it that much better. It's, it's it really, it's all about them, right? Like we're
0: doing podcasts to serve others and how that lands for them. Like you have such a wide range of topics. I mean, from sex to poop, I mean, it's just, Mm -hmm. it's incredible. And then like, (laughs) you know, people like one of my faves, Dave Asprey and biohacking and Jen Gotch and just Lori Harder, like a dear friend and inspiration of both of ours. But you were the first to show up and give me a public post on like, guys, this is launching today. Check it out. Anyone who puts themselves out there and who gets after it in life, like it's just, it's badass Basically. I'm paraphrasing, but I was so blown away by that because you were like first to market for me. And I will always, always be grateful for you because how you show up in your podcast, and there's a reason why it's a top 100 in the world, is how you show up in life. It's just, it, there's so much consistency. It's how you show up in the, the room every single day at Soul Cycle. I know it. I see it. And you've said things in there that I've been able to take with me. And utilize in my life, on set, on extra, in my masterminds, in my private conversations with friends and family, which is, for one, I'll give you, this is the one that blew me away. And I only heard you say it once, but you probably say it all the time when you said, don't do it like you've always done it be humbled by the moment. You know, it's like be humbled by something new in this moment. And I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but that humility that you talked about was a life changer for me because we think, oh, look at me. I've got this. I'm strong. Like I know how to do this, but wait a second. How can we be humbled to be a beginner and to learn even in this moment to take ourselves to the next level?
1: Yeah. Thank you. That's, that's, means a lot to me. I, it's funny, like (laughs) I pull tarot cards every morning, just a little daily card. And, you know, that could look differently for everyone. Um, you know, you could pull a quote card or an inspiration or turn to a page in a book and just open it up and see what's there for you. So I pull a card and I've been pulling the student card a lot. And, and so I'm just like constantly reminded that, you know, I could choose things that I'm really good at. And it comes really easy and it would be a sure thing um, and a straight path. But for me, it's really exciting. One to have a little bit of fear, because I'm like, oh, okay, then that's right. Like it's always <laughs> like for me a little signal. I'm like, ooh, I'm scared. Okay, it's right. You know, like it's <laughs> I've trained myself to kind of r- recognize that. But also, um, and I haven't always been like this, you know, I, I think, you know, in my early twenties teens, I was, you know, doing things because other people wanted me to do them. And that's how they thought I should live my life or what I should build as my career and be known for. And so finally, you know, I've consistently just been myself and that's not always like Really pretty or cute or well spoken or have it all figured out. But it's, it is up and down. It is highs and lows. It is when it, you're really high, you stay humble. And when you're really low, you stay hopeful. It is trying new things and not being really good at them. Like it is challenging myself between myself and myself in the moment. Cause oftentimes, you know, in the soul cycle room, you have someone like me coaching you through, but really the sticking power is when you make the choice in the moment without having me say, turn it up, you make the choice to turn it up or to push harder. That's what's, that is what you're going to remember. And that's what I always remember moments that I chose to really kind of lean in instead of walk away from something that's hard. I love that. And I especially love
0: earlier when you just said like, ooh, when I feel the fear, I have this mental note of like, ooh, it's right. Yeah, You know, it's like so many of us have the fear and we stop right there because it's not within the comfort zone. It's not familiar and known, but that is such a great signal that we're on the right Mm -hmm. track. You know, and that's what you ask us to lean into all the time, but you lead by example. Now I've given your, you know, upfront bio, um, but I just want to like touch on a couple of things because, you know, it takes a certain kind of personality, i.e. Superwoman to move from a small town in Eastern Pennsylvania, where you said you were, you know, fed like a steady diet of soft pretzels, which I love you for that. <laughs> um, and then you went to Boston College where you got a bachelor's degree in theater and English. So the acting bug, the performer in you has definitely intrinsic. Then you moved to New York for a stint, fell in love with Soul Cycle, and then they moved you out to LA in 2014. All of that would scare the hell out of so many people. Like what kind of mindset does it take to take those leaps and to
1: have that kind of faith? I think it starts early. I, I'm i lucky enough to have parents who always said, no matter what, we want you to do what you love. So I feel very lucky because I know not everyone has that experience, but I've always just leapt. And at mm-hmm. times it was like, not the best decision, but I've always had the support from loved ones and friends to just go for it. So I've really, I haven't known anything different. I've never had a regular, not regular, but just a a nine to five job, which, you know, I'm finding now as I'm building a business would have been helpful at times. I'm like, how do I check an email and write an email and do all the, (laughs) you know, like all the administrative stuff. But you know, I, I've made a lot of, of mistakes and I've always made it a practice to look back and connect the dots because it's just, it was perfect. Hmm. And, and in the moment I might've been really low and, you know, discouraged, for example, I mean I was in New York City for 5 years. During that time I was bartending at three different bars at one point, you know, working till 4 in the morning, getting up at 9, getting ready to go on auditions, to do whatever I had to do that day and then work again starting at like 6 p.m. So I for me jumping into that industry was kind of a big a big leap for me because My parents were like, what are you doing? Are you sure you want to do that? That seems like it's really going to run you down. And it did. But what I learned in that business is how to see people, how Mm. to talk to people I really value anyone in the service industry. You know, it's those little things where like you really see humanity in the best and not so great light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but just to be a witness of that and to practice as much kindness and consideration in those moments, um, for me was really, really, really valuable. And then, you know, taking a leap again to, to get into Soul Cycle. you know, I resisted that so hard. I was like, "No, I don't have the time." How am I going to do the training program? It's ten weeks long, and they kept asking me to audition. And they're like, "What's the worst thing that can happen?" I was like, "I get it." And then, uh, and then I was like, "Oh, that's the worst thing that could happen." I, guess. <laughs> I should try, and um, I got in and went through the training program. Somehow, I made it work. I was still fit modeling for a brand 5 days a week and bartending and i just made made it work you know mm. if if you want it you'll make it work yeah, there's a great quote that i love and it's you get what you have to have You get what you have to have. Mm -hmm. It's like, you
0: know, if you have to, you know, have a schedule that's free and flexible and that you can truly get after all the creative hustle that you get after, you get it, right? If you've got to have, you know, a steady, certain secure lifestyle of a nine to five with, you know, health insurance and a 401k, you're going to get it. You know, or you create it all, and that's really what you and I chatted about. Like, what would be amazing to talk about? Because you seem to have it all, right? You are living a life of passion and purpose. Like, it's this beautiful combo, and it's it's not it's less about balancing for you as it is about how to keep it all um, optimized, right? Where you're getting the proper rest and proper discipline and routine and connections with your friends and family. Because you, mm-hmm. it's very. Evident anywhere that anyone would follow you, whether it be on your amazing podcast, Almost 30, your social platforms, you are a very good friend and a very good daughter and sister, right? Like, and a great business partner to Krista, and then just like this mammoth thought leader everywhere you go. But it's like some people usually excel in one area. You seem to be in this upward spiral of all areas. And that's what we, that's what I wanted to talk to you about here, which is that mindset around how you do that and what keeps you sane um, Mm -hmm.
1: and able to do that. Yeah. It's a really good question. And I've been struggling with it actually recently, you know, on the outside, it, it does, and I have to give myself credit, right? I am so proud of what we have built with the podcast. I'm so proud that I've been able to, in a way, multitask and juggle a bunch of things and give love to mm-hmm. all of them the best way that I know how. Like, I do need to take more moments and just say, like, I'm really proud of you. Cause oftentimes mm-hmm. I'm just focused on, like, okay, so, like, what do I, what have I not accomplished yet? You know, what do I need to do? Like, but I, I think it's really important that we all just take time and space to just look back, connect the dots and be like, wow, like I did that, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and because I did that, I can do so much more, you know, the mindset for me is it's multifaceted in that and I have this awareness now, I think because of Soul Cycle, especially that, like, my mind, body, and soul need to be in alignment in order for the up leveling to happen, especially with the podcast, because we are, this is the podcast is not about us. The mm-hmm. podcast, Almost 30, is an entity much bigger than us that we are quite literally serving. You know, mm-hmm. we ask her, we call her, like, what what does she need what what is the next move what is a way in which we can you know grow the community and make people feel seen and heard so we're constantly talking to her but the self-care piece is really important i think in my early 20s i thought if i could just hustle 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 and just kind of kill myself through it all hmm. that i would get to where i needed to go and then when i got there like my body was breaking down, you know, my mind was just in a million different places. So Mm. I think really honoring this like vessel has helped me to expand my container to take on more, to receive more love, Mm. to know that I'm worth this success. That's another piece that I'm sure you've experienced too, where, you know, do I deserve all that's coming to me? Yes. Most of me says yes, but there's a part of me that I'm trying to kind of like pull apart right now where it's like, what is my block? Why Why am I not understanding that this could get even bigger, hmm. that I could evolve even more, that I could bring even more to what we're doing in the world? So it's a practice. And I think a daily practice mindset is a daily practice you can't just pick up a book on sunday before monday and read a little bit and think you're good for the week you have to wake up and know your worth know you're worth enough to know that self care and finding quiet and nourishing your body with great nutritious food is just as important as your business plan you know like this body is holding the soul that thought of that idea that you know, wants to change the world. So we really have to take care of it. Sorry, I went on a tangent there, but (laughs)
0: No, it's everything because I think that people underestimate the power of physiology being optimized. And you talked about it even just recently as you're part of your world tour for the Almost 30 podcast, which we got to talk about how that all started. But I'll just basically read something that you wrote. And I was like, yes, me too. And I'm not even all over the world. And you said, you know, this tour has blown my heart wide open. I've been thinking a lot about people who travel like this all the time and have to give so much of themselves to others every single day and ask them i and to them i ask how the heck which mm-hmm. what i know for sure is that the way i start my day has completely dictated my mood my productivity and my ability to hold space for others and you go on to talk about the space that you were in which was this amazing hotel i think you were in new york at the time it's the theme i mean every amazing thought leader that i bring onto this podcast has a conditioned morning routine that's a part of their mindset. And physiology is a huge piece in that because we change our state. And when we change our state, you know, I'm an avid Tony Robbins girl. Then mm-hmm. we're able to see clearly and feel more clearly. And, and so
1: physiology state is so a part of that. How often do you work out? I move just about every day, but it's changed. I, you know, was once teaching 15 classes a week. And then on top of that, working out thinking, I don't actually know. I don't even think I was thinking to to be (laughs) honest with you. I was not thinking. And I was also not listening to my body. And what I've learned is that the body is talking to us 24 hours a day, seven Mm. days a week. And if you get quiet enough to listen, it's pretty crazy what it's saying mm-hmm. and just enlightening. So I am part-time now at Soul Cycle. So I'm only doing six classes a week, which has felt great on my body, but I'm also waking up every day. And if I don't have to teach a class, I'm just asking like, okay, like, what do you want to do today you know mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not forcing myself to run if i don't want to run i'm not forcing myself to do anything which i think is part of wellness you know mm. we're 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 shoved these ideas of wellness in our faces every day and i'm just constantly asking my body like do you do you crave that green juice right now? Like I'm not gonna like force anything because I think the body is the way in which it processes exercise, nutrition, thoughts. Like it's it's almost like it's all energy and, and the way in which the body processes it has to be from a place of love and openness rather than like, you know, this like bracing itself for impact. There's something to it. <laughs> like if I'm gonna enjoy a donut, I'm going to enjoy a donut and I'm really going to enjoy it. And I never see, you know, the effect of a donut, a donut, right? Like we always think, oh God, like I had that donut yesterday and now I look kind of, Ugh. it's for that way if you enjoyed it because that's the, mental. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's all mental and the body processes it because, well, because you're kind of in love with that moment, that choice to mm-hmm.
0: eat a donut.
1: But yeah. I, I move every day and I'm just really in tune with what my body needs. I do find rest when I can. I'm stretching more. Stretching is so underrated, everyone. Really taking time to stretch and hydration is such a challenge for me, but I'm constantly trying to be hydrated because I'm losing so much water and soul cycle. So those little things that you think you don't even think about, you just think, oh, I'm tired or, oh, I'm so hungry. Like I haven't eaten all day. Maybe it's hydration. Maybe it's lack of sleep. Like these little things that we can commit to mm-hmm. every day could change everything. It does change everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And then, you know, we have to, like you said, continue to tune in. Like, wait, okay. I know I've just done five days in a row of green juice and electrolyte water, but today I want the donut. You know, you yeah. really allow yourself to have the donut and enjoy it. And then don't berate yourself because you ate the donut. Exactly. You know, because then it's like, what's the point? But I love that when you were moved out to LA from Soul Cycle, and that was not long ago, that was like, Four years ago, right? 2014. Yeah. You were an actress. I mean, did you have thoughts of like, okay, Soul Cycle's moving out? I'm going to be an actress and do something else creative, or were you like, like focused on Soul Cycle? Like, how what was your mindset like when you were like, oh, I'm moving to LA? Oh my God. Cause you were living in New York, right? Like that was probably a dream from an eastern Pennsylvania small town girl. Um, even though you were in Boston for your undergrad, it was still New York. And then yeah. it's like, okay, LA, ah, now you can look back and connect the dots. But what were you thinking was going to
1: happen when you said yes to the request from SoulCycle? Yeah, they called me one night. It was like nine o'clock at night. They're like, hey, we have a proposition for you. Hmm. You can say yes or no. And if you say yes, we'll continue the conversation. And they're like, we would love for you to move to LA. And this was three months into teaching. Wow. And I had always wanted to be in LA. Like I just didn't know how or when. And the phone call came and I didn't even hesitate. And I just said, yes. Oh my yes. God. I love it. Yeah. Just said yes. And I was living with my best friend at the time. Like a lot of things needed to be like, you know, worked out before I just left to go to LA, but I knew in my heart that this was what I had asked for, you know, mm-hmm. and, and cycle has been a gift in so many ways, but that has been the major, major gift was the opportunity to come out to LA because I truly feel like this is home and such a place Mm -hmm. of inspiration for me. I've always done a lot of things and I think that's really good and really challenging at times because my brain wants to work on them all, all the time and it's just Mm -hmm. not possible. So it's been a really beautiful challenge for me to compartmentalize and have my time when I'm working on acting, the podcast, singing, writing, whatever it is, that's also a daily practice to really be diligent and not think that I should be doing something else when I'm deep in a creative process. So, but yeah, my mindset was... Okay, I'm moving out to LA. Soul Cycle, thank God, is going to support me and pay my bills and I have health insurance and you know, I'm going to hit the ground running and get an agent and do all the things and you know, hopefully someone will believe in me and give me that chance cuz I know I went into it knowing I'm not the only blonde hair blue-eyed girl in town. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I get it. Okay. I'm not, I, I'm not unique in that way so i i i thought a lot about how was i going to differentiate myself and apparently like just being yourself in la in parts of la is differentiating yourself yes being authentic transparent yeah yeah, yeah. and i lo- listen i love la and i have so much Compassion for anyone who feels like they can't be themselves, Mm -hmm. you know. Because I've been there, and you know, everyone finds that that really that sweet spot at some point, and like in their own timing. So, even when I've met quote unquote fake people, I just I'm never like ew, L A. It's so L A. It's just (laughs) I have compassion, you know. It's just everyone's kind of on their own path, but um, yeah, I it, it turned out differently, you know, I. I started to teach like a mad woman, and I was tired. And when I'm tired, you know, my creative pistols aren't firing as they should. So I was doing the work to try and balance my life. And I, I don't think it's ever been balanced, and I've never really succeeded in balancing it. But I got very clear a few year a couple years in, on what energized me and what de-energized me. And that, you know, some examples of that were drinking. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm not sober, but I have definitely reduced the amount that I drink. And I love to enjoy, you know, a glass of wine or two with friends. It's more about like just the experience and sharing and community and just being with people, you know, and what it was doing was I would wake up feeling blank and not in the good way. Like, I just, I was blank. I had my ideas weren't there. My brain was not firing as it should. My heart felt a little empty, like as if I had just like disrespected my body, as if I had poisoned my body, which I did, you know, like that is the fact of it. So. I'm just very aware of what, what energizes me and that was definitely de-energizing and would put me out of commission for at least 24 hours, which that's no fun. You know, I don't, you know, I want to be able to give at any time. And then what energized me was um, alone time. I'm really good at alone time. Mm-hmm. I live alone, but also, you know, I will spend a Friday night by myself and I'll, you know, Get some food that I love and and I'll either write or I'll read or I'll watch TV or i'll sometimes I sing my neighbors are not <laughs> loving it I'm sure but you know like I just and we can talk more about this as well if you want, but I've been single for like five or six years I've dated on and off but and I'm gonna do a solo podcast on this just the sacredness of being single I think we let it kind of pass by because you know, we're so focused on, well, when is he coming or when is she coming? And where is the one and where is that person that's going to complete me and I can share my life with? Of course I have those thoughts, of course, like I want that. But it's really become this sacred, sacred time for me. And I think what I've needed in order to up-level creatively, up-level in my career, and also up-level just between myself and myself, just love my body, understand my thought patterns, understand my needs and understand how to communicate those needs to other people. It's been really, it's been a, like a, a little blessing, I think.
0: Girl, I'm with you. I've had definitely spurts like that and I'm now in my forties. And so like a Friday and Saturday night with myself, I never say by myself with myself is like I cherish it it's so sacred I can't even tell you and yes I, I came out of a very serious relationship about maybe eight months ago and I was just thinking last night I was taking Samson my pup out for his final potty and it was like a beautiful moon and I was thinking god I'm so happy you know, like I'm just, it's Sunday night. I, I I prepped for, I have four interviews today, which is crazy. And I know you would to wow. recommend. I know it was too many. And now That's I'm great Now I'm on top. Well, no, I'm now on top of, <laughs> oh, wait, you actually have to, you can change all that in your calendar you know, you can dictate when they actually <laughs> sign up. It's <That's> all good. <laughs> you know, learning just like you like, oh, totally. I know how to you know, go to the artist thing, but the business admin thing learning <laughs> anyway. But I was just like, ah, oh. This is this is what I'm so grateful for, and I just thought whoever comes into this space, how wonderful, right? Because it's just adding into there's there won't be anyone taking away from this, and it was like, and I'm so excited to see what I get to add to their life because right now they're probably having a similar thought of like, God, life is really good. It would be great to share it with someone, but it's not critical for my happiness.
1: Yes, amen.
0: Right, and I think at your age too, because you're. What are you now? 30?
1: 30. I'll be yeah. 31 in a few weeks.
0: Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. So, so cool. <laughs> um, and so wise. I mean, you're like a good decade of beyond an average 30 year old, which I think is why your podcast has really taken off the way that it is, because I think you're elevating the consciousness of a typical late twenties to early thirties in that transition. And to even hear someone of your age speak about the sacredness of being single Versus like this rush and this desperation of like, what does it mean that I'm single and like making it be this negative. And it's like, this is something to enjoy and to just really savor, right? Because you're going to be a better partner. You're conscious of what you actually can bring to the table. More importantly, what are the gifts you're looking for that you don't have, right? Because you can probably do a lot for yourself. What would be amazing if someone else brought those gifts to the table? Yes. Right. And that's what Alison Armstrong talks about. I don't know if you follow her. Mm -hmm. She's the queen of this, by the way, she talks about like when you're home alone, like, and you're refilling your tank, Mm -hmm. how important and vital that is in self-care. And that's an overused term in 2018, but she's been using it for 26 years. So yeah. So I'm just excited that you are going to be blazing this trail for so many men and women that need you to be at the helm of something where it's, being talked about from a different perspective a whole perspective
1: versus a scarcity exactly yeah i think you know i have a lot of friends who and even a, a lot of our listeners we've been just hearing in the group recently are you know i just got out of a relationship and i my mind is just running all the time like where is where is the one like where's the next one like how can i you know how can i kind of quiet that that monkey mind of trying to find a partner. And I've been there. And you know what? I still have those moments. Mm-hmm. I literally still have those of moments. Of course. Where, you know, you're in the grocery store and you see someone, you're like, maybe that's him. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just <laughs> crazy. But such is like the movie of our life. It's like those little moments that are kind of funny. And you catch yourself and you're like, okay, like you're on your path. And I, you know, I had a a day Yesterday, where I went to the beach by myself, and then I came home, and I was debating on whether to um, meet up with some friends and do something, and I decided to stay home instead and just kind of slowly do what I needed or wanted to do. Hmm. And there was a point where I was, I was like sad, like it kind of came up where I was just like, "Oh, I'm like sad," <laughs> mm-hmm. and it was it was interesting because I kind of let it be and I, I let it kind of move through me. And I, I think I probably cried. Cause as we do every day, I think <laughs> <laughs> at least once every couple of days, it's just good to kind of, you know,
0: release feelings
1: come through. And, yeah. and then I was like, Oh, like this time is sacred because when I do find, you know, someone that I can share this with and I'm trying not to say the one because I need, we need to let that go. But you know, someone who I can share everything, like you said, like, I'm just so happy. I have so much to be grateful for. And I can't wait to share this with someone, but this time before I'm just, I'm really grateful for, because one, I, I have hopes and I know that he's doing the same thing where he's really working on himself and he's really doing everything that he loves, you know? but how beautiful to be so quiet and alone or by yourself that you or with yourself that you mm-hmm. can kind of hear all the things coming up. You mm-hmm. can really hear it. You mm-hmm. can hear the thoughts come up. That's like, Oh, I'm so sad. Like I wish I could be making this dinner with someone else too, or, you know, but just allowing it and not like, Oh, you're so pathetic or oh, like, all right, tomorrow we should get on the apps. Let's do it. Like, let's move this forward. <laughs> it's just really like enjoying Enjoying the quiet, you know,
0: and turning that, yeah, sometimes that sadness into like excitement and anticipation. Mm-hmm. Yes. And this gratitude where you're like, oh my God. Like sometimes I think about my guy and I, I actually just send him, like, I send him love. Me too. Because I think he's wondering where I am too he's been meeting people. He's been going through the apps. He's been like, you know, in my world, probably married and divorced. I always say like a divorce dad would be my ideal. Although you never know because Elsa Armstrong says, go for your non-type. Your non-type will be the one, right? And it's like, there's so many reasons to that. She always talks about my non-type you know, hot husband and my mother, who's like married to the love of her life for 10 years. And she met him at 60, He, her non-type, everyone that I know who's in like these amazing, healthy, passionate relationships, they're the first to say, typically they weren't my type right? But I just love the way they loved me. I love the way they showed up in the world. I love what they were up to. Yes.
1: Anyway, but
0: I know my guy is out there and wondering from time to time and maybe even gets a little sad, like, where is she? So I just send him like little love thoughts. Like, you know, you talk about your pistols. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm here because I know energetically we can feel one another. And I just send him messages. Like if I ever feel sad, then I think, oh my God, maybe he's feeling sad. And I just send him love. Yes. Yeah.
1: That, that may sound really crazy. No, to it doesn't. Like, I talk to him at night. Yes. <laughs> I'm literally in bed, I'll just like like he's there because I, so <laughs> I feel it so strongly. Feel it so strongly that yes. like he is out there, and so I don't think it's weird. I think it's, I mean, it's pulling him closer. I think wow. just to have that constant conversation. Well, definitely, and like in even imagining
0: him, like you know in the bed, like you're rubbing his back, him rubbing yours, like cuddling, pillow talk, like, especially when we look our worst, right? Because guys never think like that. They just, they love radiant, beautiful energy, right? Like it's so not about the physical and that's where women really get fucked up. It's like, oh, it's about the physical. So she in LA and it's like, no, it's so not. And by the way, my guy knows that. Your guy knows that. Exactly. The ones trying to sexualize every post, every moment, every entry. He's not into that. He knows
1: better. You're so
0: right. You're so right. right. We can talk about this forever. (laughs) We're going to have to have a whole nother conversation about the sacredness of being single. Mm, I agree. So congratulations on almost two years of almost 30 podcasts. You guys launched exactly two years ago this month, 142 episodes. It's just amazing. How did you make Krista Williams your co-host and
1: BFF in this business? So Krista and I, um, the short of it is that we were introduced by a mutual friend. She was auditioning for SoulCycle. It, she wanted it more than anything, anything and thought it was her purpose. And so she was getting voice lessons, like a like a vocal coach to help her speak on the microphone better, you know, really working on uh, getting fit, not only on the bike, but off the bike and She auditioned once, didn't get it and reached out to me and was going to audition for a second time and ended up not getting it and was devastated, you know, and thought like, how could I want something so much and feel so pulled to that purpose and not have it work out? Mm. And so... Her and her boyfriend ended up moving from New York out to LA just because they wanted to. And so we started to hang out a little bit more and have these conversations. We were both around 27, 28, and have these conversations about, you know, centered around moving from our 20s to our 30s because a lot happens. We're going through our Saturn return, which is, you know, a big upheaval in your life every 27 years for those people that follow... Astrology, and for me, it was my move to LA was <laughs> was the big event, and my Saturn return, and everything has kind of fallen into place from that point. And she looked at me one day. She was an avid podcast listener, and she's like, "Do you think we could start a podcast?" And I was like, "I, I have no idea, but I am so ready and willing to try." And so we would meet every week, a couple times a week, and just sit in our closets and record on this <laughs> janky little recorder, swear to God. I mean, we were like sitting next to her boyfriend's like smelly basketball shoes. and <laughs> Why suff- the closet? For acoustics? Um, for the acoustics. Hilarious. And we would like suffocate. It'd be so hot in the closet. <laughs> and smelly. Could not breathe. But it was just something we did every single week like w- there was no question and mm-hmm. we weren't being paid or to do any of this right, no, all, right? right and so we just showed up every single week and if you've listened to the podcast from the beginning I don't recommend going all the way back but <laughs> those conversations were you know we're just we're just talking and we thought we needed to have segments and do all this fancy <laughs> stuff and you know it was just hilarious and that was our we were learning as we are now. And I'm sure we'll look back in two years and be like, wow, two years ago, that was weird. But it was so much fun. And so for six months, we did that and we practiced and we just learned what worked about our dynamic and what didn't. And Krista really worked on her voice on the microphone. She was great from the get go, but I think just settling into her true tone was something she wanted to do as well. And we launched September two thousand sixteen, September one, and it was terrifying, as you know. Like it's just the most terrifying thing putting your putting yourself out there just not knowing how people are going to react especially people close to you that gets a little hairy where you know everyone's going to have opinions right but those closest to you are going to especially have opinions but you know we 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 because we have each other it was great to have those conversations of oh we got that feedback like does that ring true to you like is that something we need to work on or not is that something we need to change about the show or not and that's kind of been how we've worked so our community grew Pretty quickly after that, we have a quote unquote secret Facebook group, but it's really just a closed group for our community and it's beautiful. And they are our lifeblood. Like almost 30 is just so much bigger than Krista and I. And we were gifted this entity to, you know, bring into the world. And it's so much more than just a podcast. And we're excited about the next year. There's a lot more coming outside of the podcast. And like like, I know. Mm-hmm. Well, we're on tour right now. So we're touring mm-hmm. the world. So we were, did a lot of domestic travel over the last few months, which has been incredible. We're meeting our listeners who are just the coolest. They're literally our best friends. They're, and wearing like
0: almost 30 gear, you know, like really cool. cool satin jackets oh and like really cool swag. It's amazing. Your merch is crazy. <laughs> oh, I'm like, I'm not almost 30, but I want
1: to wear that. I'll, I'll, bring, I'll bring you some merch. I got you. Okay. Girl. I'm totally going to keep you to that it's it's really to meet these humans in person and to connect one on one and to have these conversations is everything and is our differentiator as a podcast and you know we've grown because of word of mouth i yeah. truly believe that like we we constantly hear from people oh i like sent this episode to my friend cuz she was going through a breakup or i sent this to my mom cuz she was dealing with gut issues or whatever it is it's like a prescription a uh, little gift you can send to friends and family and so yeah i'm i'm every day i'm overwhelmed with gratitude and just i'm surprised you know I, i'm genuinely surprised that this has become something in 2 years did i think it would become something yes did I think it would be as impactful as we've experienced? No, I didn't even know that was possible to be honest with you. So I'm 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 learning that that is possible and so much more is possible. We're we're going to be you know doing a lot with the community so giving them an opportunity to create community within their community. Yeah. Lots more, lots more. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll
0: definitely stay tuned for that. <laughs> which brings me to an obvious question. You're creating a collective tribe, right? If almost 30, but this is like, it's real, it's tangible. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's measurable in the ways that not only they're showing up in the rooms, but how they're showing up for one another, right? Like clearly, yeah. um, which is, the tone that you and Krista set at the top, like how you showed up for one another, you guys set this cultural tone, which is just right. so freaking beautiful. But how has this impacted? This goes back to mindset, your own personal tribe in life. Friends, like you said, you rarely drink anymore. And like you're navigating living in LA and and giving up like a majority of your soul cycle classes. Like, have your friends
1: shifted? Yeah. Yeah, and I've always been someone who kind of has friends like all over. I don't Mm -hmm. have a group of like eight girlfriends, and we go to Cabo every year. You know, like that's Sex in the City. That sounds really fun, actually. But (laughs) I just i I've always valued one on one relationships. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's because like I think that's energetically what I can handle and what I value. And everyone's different, so if you have that group of 10 10 best friends, that's amazing. But I'm able to give a lot more when Mm. it's kind of one-on-one and one at a time. (laughs) Yes. But yeah, of course it's changed mostly for the better. I think for most of my life, my friends and some of my family were like, so what do you do? Like, what are you doing? (laughs) I love you, but like, what are you doing? And so, for them to see, you know, this this podcast grow and the community grow and the impact grow, you know it it just opens up their minds, I guess, to what is possible. And a lot of them have reached out to me and people that I haven't talked to since high school, saying, you know, I've listened to the podcast at the beginning, and I just want you to know, like, it's truly changed my life, and I'm taking better care of myself. Like, some of them have kids, and they're like, you know. That one episode about X Y Z self care, this that the other thing really helped me to understand like my worth as a mom, and you know just mm. anything and everything. And so, you know, I think I could be a better friend. I, I, I think the relationships are good. I just sometimes I get overwhelmed because I want to connect with everyone and it's hard for me to find the time because i want to give more than just like a, hey what's up you know so mm-hmm. that's a goal of mine that's a that's a really big goal of mine to put in my calendar quite literally and i hope that doesn't insult anyone but it's just like a calendar reminder that says call or text reach out to this person mm-hmm. like and have that time blocked off where you can have a conversation whether on the phone or text or email and just catch up even if it's for fifteen minutes how are you doing I'm thinking of you mm-hmm. thinking of you this reminded me of you and just have someone or a couple people every week because you know I haven't got to gotten to where I am alone and I want I want to continue to not do it alone so i I do want to continue to connect with my friends make new friends and also connect with my family I think with family it's interesting and I'm sure some of your listeners can relate where you, they're always gonna be there. So sometimes connecting with them falls to the wayside because they'll just always be there. Mm-hmm. And so I like I just talked to my mom today this morning and I hadn't talked to her in like a week. And that doesn't sound like a long time, but for me it was. And I was like, oh wow, like Linz, where were you? Like what what made you not think to just like check in with your mom? So it's to practice, you know, your life isn't going to be balanced when you're building a business, when you're passionate about something, but to just have those reminders every once in a while, like check in with the people who love you because you love them because they've been a little part of what you've, you know, built thus far. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a practice. It is. Well, you seem to be doing really well. And it's, it's very evident,
0: you know, when you post something and all the engagement and it's just, it's so sticky with real quality comments, you know, and it seems at least from afar that it's not just listeners or fans, right. That feel like they're part of the family. It seems like there are some real genuine friendships there, right. That you've known for years. And that's why like from, again, from afar, and I'm way more of a fan than a friend. It just seems like you're, you're doing it really well and really right with such, such integrity. And so I just want to acknowledge you for that because it seems to me a little theme in this conversation is, is, which is so easy for all humans. Like we just wonder if we're doing it, if we're doing enough, right. Or if we have a container yeah. large enough to, to, to step up and into the calling. Um, and you do, you do. Absolutely do. You've got it all and it can feel scary. And so it's just important that we have the right people by our sides that we're taking as good a care of them as we hope that they will us on this journey that can feel really scary and really big at times and very isolating, right? Because it's so much work. So it is a lot work. of work. And even when we love it, it's just so much work. Like yesterday, everybody, everybody was at the beach. Everybody was at a pool party. Everybody I know, right? It was just like one of those magical days in LA, 76 degrees on a cloud in the sky. I live in Santa Monica. I know your west side as well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can drop my puppy off for five minutes, but I'm eight hours in prepping and following up. And everybody was like, it's a Sunday. Like it's enjoy. And I'm like, this is when I got to do it. You know, and so my, but I turned my own mindset around and I went into a couple of my private groups for my masterminds. And I just said, the mindset that I'm, I'm working on today is I get to do these things. This is my passion and purpose. And I remember a time when I was, I didn't know if I'd ever have anyone on the, on the podcast, or I didn't know if anyone would you know say yes, or if I'd have anyone to prepare for, much less want to take care of the listeners who are tuning in every single Monday, because they can't wait to hear what's coming next because they know it's for them. And that kind of a life, it's it's demanding, but it's an honor. Such and that's, an honor. I'm so grateful that you've stepped up and you're inspiring so many. By the way, my listeners, I think on average, are a little bit older, but I just want to say, I listened to so many episodes in real time. And I know I've shared these with you when I'll see you like before or after class at SoulCycle. And it's like, this is for everybody. That's what I love is that you've hit such a universal pulse. And I think it's why it's become a top 100 in the world, which is just insane to even say out loud. How many downloads do you have to
1: get to be a top one hundred? Just curious. <laughs> how many? How many to date have you had? Yeah, so we've had um, just over four million downloads <laughs> oh in two years. God. But you oh know, I don't. God. It's funny because the way you know the charts are amazing, and I, and I love to drop that every once in a while just to well,
0: remind people real, that we're right? legit.
1: Yeah, but but. You know, it's funny because I think it has to do with uh, subscriptions, mm-hmm. subscriptions and downloads. It's it's there's a an algorithm to it that I I don't know. No one knows. <laughs> but you know, you'll have someone at number one on the overall charts, and then three days later they're at one fifty two. You know what I mean? So like, it, it's always changing, and we take it. Seriously, but also with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? And and for us, we just want to be visible on the charts mm-hmm. so that more people feel like they can you know, get through what they're going through, not alone and with the tools that will hopefully help them and the community to support them. It's yes, the numbers are great. Yes, 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 of course. But... I don't think anyone should value their podcast solely on their place on the charts. You know, well,
0: you can't. Cause if you're me, you're like, okay, we are just beginning. No. And when I get my one or two emails that I'll get, like, you know, from people that I don't know, it's like, they are the most cherished notes to me. Right. Like, because I'm like, wow, somebody that I don't know that lives in London or Scotland yes. wrote to me to say what this episode meant to them. And that's when I'll cry. Like I'm, cause I'll usually read it as I'm still lying in bed. Cause it'll come like really early in the morning. Cause we release at like 6 AM East coast on Monday mornings and I'll literally just cry. I'm like,
1: Oh my God, mm-hmm. they listened. You know? I know. I know. <laughs> it means so much. It's and and it's going to keep happening like that. And your show is, has, Holds so much value for people and you are so eloquent and so present and so yourself and like trust that that's literally all you need. To well, build you know, something. Chris Harder, who's one of our mutual friends
0: and inspirations. And I know his wife, Lori has been on your podcast promoting her book, A Tribe Called Bliss, which is like a decade ahead of its time. It's so amazing. But I remember him just saying something like 80% of podcasts give podcast hosts give up after something like eight episodes. That's how hard it is. Like we, we take for granted, right? Like we just continue to show up. Like you showing up every week with Krista sitting in the smelly, dark closet for acoustics because you knew you had something to say and you knew it had to get out there for the benefit of others to add value to their lives. Like that's just, that's something that you feel pulled to that people can't explain because there's no money in the beginning. There's like, it costs money, right? It's a tremendous amount of time but it feels like a labor of love. Like it doesn't even feel like labor. Like yesterday I was talking about it. Like my Sunday, I'm like, I get to do this. Yeah. You know, exactly. I get to connect with Lindsay, like more than just like a hello, goodbye after a badass soul cycle class. There's so much more I wanted to get to because you're an actress, you, you've you been featured on Mistresses and a lot of other really cool shows and, and stages just alicia can we just talk about her for a moment
1: what the f- yeah what the hell i had no idea
0: she even existed and i am now obsessed with just alicia we oh my can god talk about her for a second
1: yeah she's amazing
0: um, oh my goodness okay so for those who are unaware like you've got a whole thing in like your insta highlights and a whole youtube channel for for alicia yeah you brought her home at Christmas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my family was like, "What?" Dying. That's why I love my family because they rolled they with her. They just like played along. So J- Alicia was born.
0: Uh, wait, wait, whack it up. Who's Alicia? Go. Like Alicia is is like a character that yes. you embody, and and you have a whole channel mm-hmm. dedicated to her. And then sometimes she makes a you know a premiere on Instagram on a video. um, <laughs>
1: She's, you know, I love, I love characters. I love accents. You're funny. And it just, when I allow myself the time to play like that mm-hmm. without, without an end goal, it's just playing. <laughs> and all of those Alicia videos are one takes, no script, right. nothing we just do, which is so fun because it's just her. I, it's almost like I'm channeling her and yes. I don't even know, but she, long story short, she came to the States to be a blogger.
0: Yes. So, you've made her whole character up.
1: Yes. Right. Exactly. So, she came to the States to be a <laughs> blogger and she gave up after two days because someone had like a, a really nasty comment about her hat and she couldn't take the pressure and the criticism. And so, she's she, in the first season, she made it her. You know, life's work to be a mentor to her little cousin Tanner, who's played by my friend Madeline Coughlin, who's an extremely talented actress here in LA. And <laughs> it's just evolved. I mean, it's wacky and weird. She's she has a boyfriend this season. We're we're kind of exploring is it a real boyfriend him. or is she making it up? Yeah, we don't know. We don't oh. know. <laughs> we don't know. And she lives
0: uh, as a foreign exchange student, like at your parents' house. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I went. I went to my parents' house, pretended that they were, you know, <laughs> my foreign exchange family. <laughs> um, but you know, for me, it's so much fun to exercise that creative muscle as often as possible. The podcast benefits because of it. People in my life benefit when I've been creative in a day. And it's that creativity that doesn't have a deadline that doesn't have you know the pressure, like yes, I want to be putting out Alicia content as as much as possible, but it comes out when it comes out, and it comes out when it comes out of me, you know, like some days I'm just not feeling the flow, and so I don't do it, but you know i'm <laughs> I'm pushing myself to just do more things that one scare me, two are outside of my comfort zone, three that you know, just make people laugh. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's Is there going to be a show like on a sweaty. stage somewhere? Like I, I hope so. We have to get there. I, I, I think she has some sort of new media show. Maybe she, yes. I don't know what she does, but, um, we'll shop it around to networks. I'll just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's fun. It's like, I don't like to take anything too seriously. And also, you know, this acting thing has gone a different way than i planned and it's beautiful and i'm i've let go of oh so lindsay's going to get an agent then she's going to you know book an under five and then she's going to guest star and then she's going to be the star of the show like i've let it all go and it's going to be different i have the podcast i'm doing alicia and i'm i'm going to i'm actually going to do stand up soon for just mm-hmm. literally cuz it scares the shit out of me and just doing all these things because i don't know i'm here once on this planet at least this this me, you know, so I, I just want to, to exercise as much fun and creativity as I can. And, you know, and in some way, inspire people to just do that themselves, do what you want, do what like calls you, you know?
0: Yes, I love that line that you just said. It's like, I'm going to do stand-up comedy because it scares the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. The more afraid I am of something, the more that I say yes now. But that didn't happen even as recent as just like two years ago. I was so obsessed with what others would think. Like Mm -hmm. you're so beyond me in years which is why another reason I just love you and you're so important and needed on the planet because you're you're giving people permission to do the same it's like listen if that fear is there befriend it thank it and get on you know what I mean it's like just go get after it which is so awesome because it's not that crowded when you do
1: yeah yeah
0: Aren't you finding that? It really isn't that crowded. I feel like we've yeah. hit so much and I feel like I have a really good understanding of your mindset, but just for, because this is how I wrap all of my um, talks, like, yeah. what would you say are your daily routines and rituals that you're like, yes, when I do these things, I, my mindset is optimized so that I can feel playful, sexy, creative, you know, happier, all that stuff.
1: Daily routines, I like to slowly wake up. So that doesn't mean lounging in bed. For me, it means you know breathing. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I I don't breathe that often. You know, I'm always kind of just going from one thing to the other. So you mean like practice like deep breathing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I've 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 played with some breath work recently and it's as simple as either laying on my back or just sitting up on the edge of my bed, breathing in the nose, filling up the belly first, chest, and then out the mouth. Exhale. And then that turns into in the mouth. Fill the belly, chest, and exhale out the mouth. And it it wakes your mind up and just gets you gets you firing like I've never experienced before. So breath work. Um, I I make a little elixir for myself in the morning, whatever that means. I'm like a little chemist. I just (laughs) make it up. But then I go outside. So nature you know, I grew up in Pennsylvania and I grew up going to the lake and to the mountains and the beach. And, and so that was really something that lit me up as a child. And I lost that when I was in New York. I didn't get to do that that often. And I noticed the difference. And moving Mm -hmm. out to LA, we have, you know, we have hikes and we have the ocean and we have the mountains and the desert and the sunshine is just there all the time. So, um, I go outside and, I just kind of take it in. I have beautiful trees that I can see off my balcony and birds, and Mm. you know, just like letting myself slowly just integrate into the day. Like, here I am. I'm here to serve you. What are we going to do today? And how am I feeling? And then I do just a mini meditation. It's hard for me to sit for 20 minutes, I'll be honest. So, like, five, 10 minutes. Do you use an app or do you use like, are you like TM? Like what type of meditation? Yeah, I just, I actually have some music that really drops me in. Um, music really speaks to me through Soul Cycle, I find that through, you know, singing. I find that. So the vibration of certain types of music, there's sacred acoustics, which is beautiful. Yeah, there's a bunch. I'll, I'll have to give it to you. the link in the show notes, but. Please do. Yeah, I just, I, I vibrate differently when I've had five minutes to just, Breathe and mind dump and um, be with myself, and then I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Whether it's go to teach or I'm recording the podcast or we have meetings, hmm. um, and you know, throughout the day, I'm I'm committed to nourishing my body, and sometimes that means you know spending more on food that I would want to, but I'm committed to spending more now so that I don't have to pay for it later, and. You know, I've been trying to make time in my day outside of what I have to do to do things that really fill me up. And and for me, like today, for example, I have blocked off on my calendar an hour to sit down and write. Mm -hmm. So I'm writing a short film right now, and you know, it's not always easy to sit down and write it because I'm like, I don't, I don't know, I don't have any ideas today. But I just, I give myself that one hour. That's all you're going to do is just sit. You're going to see what comes through. And knowing that I did that for myself and did that for my heart, then everything else just flows. I'm not blocked in any way. So, so um, you didn't set yourself out of
0: what you really want to be doing next and creating next. And it's like, you carve the time for that. Yes. And then I just think that life responds to that, you know, showing up for ourselves in ways that like get 10 X in other ways. Completely. You know, and then you could like literally like be in line at air one or whatever to buy those expensive groceries. And you're like, download, just got the idea. Damn. That didn't come in the hour that I sat down for it, but I made space for it in that hour. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Because you're saying literally I'm open. Please use me. Like I'm here. I'm a portal. Just, just come.
1: Yeah. Just so yeah. cool. It's amazing. And when you start to tune in, and I've been really trying to exercise my intuitive muscle, whether it's just my own mm-hmm. intuition or even just connecting to spirit guides, to people that have passed, to just the energy that is always accessible for us. And it's fun. It's mm-hmm. so fun. I'm sure you do it too. Like it's, You can ask for things and you can get them. It's crazy. And
0: sometimes it happens instantly. (laughs) It's amazing. I know. I think we just forget sometimes. And like a big mindset hack for me recently is just knowing how accessible that really is and how when I try to do it on my own or think I'm alone, it's really hard. Right, it feels like I'm paddling upstream. But when I ask and I allow, then I, it's just like the metaphor is like I let go of the oars and the Abraham speak, and I flow downstream, yep. and everything just seems to just just be so much more effortless, exactly, and abundant, yeah. And then of course, acknowledging that and giving great thanks, you know, on the minute by minute is how it amplifies and multiplies. And then we're able to recognize that it's always here to serve us. It's never happening to us. It's always happening for us. There are gifts along the way, like you in this beautiful little journey of, okay, I'm moving to LA. It looks like under the guise of being a soul soul cycle instructor, but I really have every intention of acting. Meeting Krista almost already becomes this... Unintentional mission that's impacting lives around the planet in the four million download scale—just small, um, <laughs> but yet you're still able to just do so much creatively. And that's what I love about this. The theme of really this conversation is is being able to trust that we can do everything that we're being called to do if we just give ourselves space to to tune into that. Yes, and not having it have to be a particular way. It's like just being open to how, it show, it's sh-
1: how it's showing up and being grateful for that. Yeah, there's an art in letting go and there's an art in letting go of letting go. You know, <laughs> it's, it's compounded. All, it's, it's hard, you know, but- And it's a practice. I, it's a practice. Know? And, you know, I just feel grateful that I'm, I'm you, you know, people I surround myself with are aware enough and experiencing that real time- connection to something so much greater. It's like, it's really amazing to see.
0: It's really mm,
1: So, so amazing. I agree.
0: I always ask everyone how they define fulfillment. There's always a mixed bag of answers. Everyone's got something really unique because the whole point of the mindset mashup is just to give people instant takeaways where if they just did this one or two little shifts, their life begins to elevate, but really it's for the purpose of finding a better sense of fulfillment, which has really been what we've been talking about this whole conversation. But how do you define fulfillment?
1: Oh, I love that question. And I've never been asked that before. Fulfillment for me feels like presence. It feels like I can say with, you know, peace and confidence, like here I am, you know, like just like here I am. And it's not mm. thinking like, all right, so here I go. That's where I want to go. Or, oh, wow, I fucked up last week. Wow, that's where I was. You know, it's, it's just here I am. Mm. And I think part of that too is a deep knowing that is fulfilling for me to have that connection to something so much bigger than me. This, this feeling of, I know. Like, I know. Every, every question I have for myself I know. Like I know the answer <laughs> and it's just about tuning in. So yeah, it's here I am. And I know that feels fulfilling because I'm not motivated and I have to work on my money mindset, but I'm not motivated by money a lot of the times. So do I want a lot of money? Sure. But I'm not motivated by it. So it's an interesting dance with that thought But if I am able to be present and really soaking in the gifts of the moment and what I've been working for, then that feels, that feels like fulfillment. And the fact that it's impacting people, I mean, that's like fulfillment 2.0. Oh, totally. You just defined it in a way I haven't actually
0: heard yet, but I think I think resonates as truth for me too, which means it'll, I'm sure, land for my listeners, which is being present. Mm -hmm. You can't be fulfilled if you're projecting out into the future or recalling a memory from the past. It's like the only way that you can truly experience fulfillment is if you're present in this moment. It's beautiful. It's Compute. beautiful. So it's Compute. like being all in right here, knowing that I know exactly what to do when it's time to do it, trusting in that. And then, oh, by the way, an added benefit of when I'm really doing that, it helps to add value to others. That's fucking fulfilling. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. So good. You're doing it, sister. You're doing it, doing You're doing it. it. <laughs> You're doing it. So, so you've got so much going on for those who want to get in touch or see what you're up to, where is the best place?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So for the podcast, almost30podcast.com, you can find us almost30podcast on Instagram and then on iTunes and anywhere that you can listen to podcasts. We're on tour now. So you know, check out our tour schedule. We're adding dates all along the way and going international in the new year. Amazing. I know. It's so weird. Oh my God. It's so cool. Riding the wave. And then (laughs) Personal you, Instagram, I'm very accessible. So at Lindsay Simsick. Yeah, I love, you know, Instagram's beautiful. It's, <laughs> I've, I'm able to curate, we're all able to curate our feeds. Yeah. You don't have to look at anything that does not energize you, inspire you, or make you feel good about yourself. You do not have to follow those accounts. So I choose to follow people that inspire me and, I who are expanders for me, who I see myself in, who I'm like, wow, if mm-hmm. they can do it, I can do it. So yes. I empower people to curate your feeds because Instagram is a wonderful way to connect with the world. And I'm I'm always, you know, accessible through a DM. Which is amazing, right? Yeah. With I people. mean I don't think about, you know, yeah, I, I don't think about not answering people because I don't know. I just know there's human beings on the other side of the phone. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I don't take it for granted. I don't take it for granted that I'm in the position I'm in. And so I just love connecting with people. Mm. And it's it's clearly felt.
0: And that's, you know, why... It's grown to what it's grown to, and the world is your oyster. And I say that with humility because it's a lot of hard work, and I get it. But you're at the beginning, you know. It's like, I cannot wait to witness your journey because it's going to be wild. I have one just quick little question regarding your curation of your feed, though. Do you guys walk around with a personal photographer and lighting person? (laughs) Seriously, like, I mean, just like, I don't have one single photograph that is equivalent to what looks like a professional photo shoot that you guys must do on the daily, like. How does that happen?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And it's funny because if Krista was here with me, like, you know, anytime that we have a photo shoot scheduled after the photo shoot, we're like, that's the last photo shoot we're doing, you know, like <laughs> it's not our favorite thing to do. Okay. But how often our... are you doing them? That's a great question. We have, I mean, and so do you, we have talented friends, like who are photographers and creatives. And so we really, we make an effort to put it on the calendar. Like, Hey, Steph Fillers of Catching Cali Photo on Instagram, who's amazing. Are you available next week? We want to shoot for an hour. That's it. We don't want to shoot for any more than an hour, but we know we have to get fresh content in. We have to shoot for sponsors. um, We're redoing our website and all of that. So if it's more than an hour, we're out. (laughs) <laughs> you know, like just an hour, get some stuff in and we live in a beautiful place. So it's so fun to just like tour around LA and, and shoot a little bit, but you know, tap into talented friends who want experience, who want exposure, who want, I mean, we pay them, but I think too, you know, they want to work with us. Cause I mean, we want to share their talent with right. our community. It's, it's insane. So, you know, there's, so you guys are doing it pretty regularly. Yeah. I'd
0: say every Couple weeks. And it seems like it.
1: Yeah, it, se- it seems like it. Because I'm just like
0: going through your feed or through Christy's feed, it's or almost 30's feed, which mm-hmm. is like that's three different feeds where I'm just like, this is like looking at a lifestyle magazine. You know, it's oh, just, God. but yet it's in my neighborhood. I know every single landmark and I don't look yeah. like that when I'm out there. You know, it's
1: like, oh, girl, neither do I. I, should, oh. I mean, we got to do, we got to do a shoot where we are not so ready, but I mean, well, that's where just Alicia comes
0: in and yeah. crazy singing and mm-hmm. which is amazing by the way, we have a beautiful voice, but I mean, there's plenty of you, especially in your stories on Instagram where you're just like, you know, your stories are fun, it,
1: you right? Can because.
0: That's a hundred percent right. Out of the shower, wet hair, nothing but lashes. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just be completely you, which um, makes me feel like you know, wow, I love you. I can trust you. Like this is so real, and
1: that's so good. Yeah.
0: You're the best. I can't thank you enough for your time, my friend. Get after it today. Go do another photo shoot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know, literally. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. And like, we're, we're all in this together, you know, like it's, so I, you know, I, I will be asking you for help and advice. And I just, you are on this planet for a huge purpose and I just see it. And I hope, I know, but I hope that you see it all too. And it's just unfolding beautifully. So I'm like very honored to witness what you're doing.
0: Oh, that's so kind of you. And I can't thank you enough because I'm very inspired by you as you know, and you were blazing this trail long before I ever would have allowed myself the thought that I could do something like it. And, and um, I'm so glad that I also just listened and just said, fuck the fear, just do it, just go get it done. And And just see where it all goes, right? Like not attached to any outcome, but just really giving it everything I have in the present moment and being unafraid to DM people and ask people. Turns out it's about 100% success rate. Like people love to say yes. They love to help, especially for people in that uncrowded space of, I'm going to put myself out there. Mm -hmm. This is bold this is awesome. I'm excited. You want to be a part of the ride. People do. They do. It's just amazing. So that's like a, a great takeaway from this, this episode guys is like whatever it is right now that you're feeling afraid of the most, just get after it. Look at
1: the fear as a gift and say, yes. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you girl. And thanks to your listeners. I feel them. I actually feel them.
0: They're awesome. Yeah. So good. Maybe they'll meet you somewhere on your world tour. Yeah, I'd love that. We'll make sure all the show notes are up. Okay, I'm going to let you go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Bye. I love
0: you. I love you. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard today, please share it with a friend and you can head on over to iTunes to leave me a review. That would be so appreciated. And of course, if you'd like to reach me directly with any comments, questions, or feedback, you can do so at themindsetmashup.com. Thanks again for listening and I look forward to hearing from you. you.